I'm saying? Oh shit, pushing pods. We pushing pods. I can't even I can't even sing that song anymore once I find out what the fuck that started. Hey, yo, my lovers is good. The lovers, the lovers is good. I can't believe I still got a voice. Okay, okay, okay. Big man, you want to hear some hot takes? Let's see how woke you are. You know something about podcasts? Hell, dig a man. Get me a one, man. I got these three drunk uncles with a sport podcast. They say they got fire takes. Pure fuego. You find them wherever you listen to podcasts at. If it's what they say it is, you like and you subscribe. Listen and like and subscribe, yeah. You know how to call into the show? Yeah, man. Do the pod beater. You'll need headphones with a mic to call it. That's no problem, man. Hello, Sophie at Sharky's. 8.07 p.m. on the first Wednesdays of the month. You may get some free Bluetooth. And they keep receipts or so. Anything happens in the sports world, Mighty's gonna drop a tape faster than a rabbit gets fucked. There's only three things I have in this world. My word. And this podcast. I got to get this. My T. Sports. Season. Yeah, ready for this? Get my curtain up. Good. Welcome back to another edition of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, the one knowing talent, Domar Taylor. Yo, it's another Fuego Day in the hottest city in the world. We're coming at you live and direct from directly from South Florida. Folks, I'm talking about we have, what do we have today? I think we said we had like highs of 89, lows of 73, 50% chance of rain. If there's 50% chance of rain, that means was 100% chance that we got rain today. I'm just saying, I shouldn't have said 50% chance of rain yet. Because honestly, the only way it's 50% chance of rain is if we ain't get no rain yet. And I still think within these next couple of hours left in the day that we're podcasting until we hit the midnight hour that we're going to get some rain. And usually, I, I, I kind of think that's the case sometimes. I really do think that's the case. And actually, we had highs of 88, lows of 77. We never even got down to 73. We weren't that lucky. We got a big show for you today on, on, on June 13th. This is officially volume 7. Episode 110, track 443. God damn, we've done a lot of goddamn shows of the Mighty Sports Podcast. Today we got for you. We got a big show for you. We got a big, big show for you. Is this show with Stephen Curry on his draft? They looking younger than a motherfucker. Muscles ain't even developed yet. We see DeMar DeRozan up in this BIH too. You know what I mean? Still looking kind of ugly. I ain't... <laughs> I'm so I'm not fucking with DeMar DeRozan. You got look, Luca looking dapper. Luca looking dapper and shit. Oh shit, we got Giannis looking like dreams about to come true. We got a big show for you today as the draft is coming up in just about ten days, folks. Ten days. Oh, hey, yo, that's a that's a couple Thursdays. That's a couple Thursdays from now, ain't it? We talking about ten days from now. We talking about three. Yeah, that's a couple Thursdays from now. Oh shit, but you know what that means? That means. The NBA draft is right around the corner on June 23rd. And we're coming down to the end of the NBA season sometime this week, either this Thursday or this Sunday. That means the Mighty Sports Podcast 
volume seven is almost coming to an end. We're going to take a break and we'll be back for volume eight in August, September, September, right around Laborish Day. Well, let's, let's, get, let's take our hair down. Let's relax ourselves. You know what I mean? Take our hair down, loosen up the belt. You know, take off the blazer, loose up the tie, step aside the booth. My tea is alive. Got a big show for you today. We're gonna to talk about Draymond's mouth, right? As Draymond's mouth loses, um, ends up losing them a game. We got the chef. They end up, they end up shaving his ass and cooking up a win. Well, of course, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about some blue chew. We're gonna give away a free blue chew promo code for you guys. We got a deaf. We're gonna talk about deaf comedy jam in this podcast. Listen, some shit hit my radar, and I, I just have, to, I just have to share. I really, I got to, got to, got to, got to have it, right? We're going we to talk about Britney Griner, folks. This is officially, what, day 115, if I've done my numbers right. Oh, your boy's ashing in a motherfucker. It's a good thing I, I keep the lotion right here. I tell you, this Dr. Teal shit, it should be keeping a nigga on point. I didn't even try to, I, I, I didn't even plan that one out, but I always got to, I always got to stay moisturized, you know what I mean? Like that, that, that's the way of our culture, folks. Uh, folks, we're going to talk about who's at, who we think is going to win this game five. This is currently at halftime, folks. We came in at a real, came in at a real good time. I'm talking about a real good time. We just slide, slide into the spot during halftime. We just going to slide into the spot during halftime like ain't nothing going on. Like we weren't supposed to start the podcast at 8.07. We just going to slide into this bitch like it's 10.07. Tell you, whew, your boy is wildin'. Your boy is completely wildin'. We actually gonna talk about something that I just had to had to learn very quickly about, and that's something called Ramsey Hunt syndrome. As we saw, as, as we were as we were looking for some trending topics, something popped up on us, and it wasn't the best of news. You know what I'm saying? Hardy is in trouble again. We're gonna talk about who's out here pushing keys. I have been watching Power. It is officially that hour where we get to start the podcast. But you know what we say here on the Mighty Sports Podcast? Regardless of the time. Hey, regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. Thank you, Mr. Diddy. And regardless of the weather. You play to win the game. Hello? Thank you, Coach Herm. It's always a good time to talk some sports. So, we are back at it like a sports fanatic. And you're saying you don't know me about Joe Rogan. I talk sports. My T sports. <laughs> Woo. Let's get it. Let's get into it, right? <sighs> Folks, Jason Tatum, 13 points. Jeff and Curry, 10 points. See Stephen Curry, he over here fucking with his knee to start the third. Maybe not. I mean, that's fucking. Maybe still fucking with his knee strap, his knee brace. Marcus Smart doing defensive player of the year kind of shit. That's that kind of shit. Also, Draymond Green be doing for Stephen Curry. He's over here doing for Jason Tatum. It's funny. Like, it don't really matter. We see Patrick Beverly do the same shit too. It really don't matter. Like like who the person is, they all understand their roles in, in, in that particular setting, and and they all have the same kind of tendencies and mannerisms, and and the same little line stepperish kind of kind of plays that that uh, that they like to conduct themselves in hey it's all fun and games until somebody files out right but before we get too far into the game let's go ahead and get our birthday party up and uh, i'm out of the way folks if you guys already know what we do here and also 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 let me also uh, let me also got tell you guys one you know you know your boy aka that talent over my Taylor, aka the one take wonder we don't we don't do any recuts we don't do any editing of these videos 
You can get him to a completely ODB style, completely raw. Me and Mariah. You understand? But I just have to remind you guys, I'm still fighting COVID, right? It's been about a week, right? I, I'm not going to lie. I have not. You know, it's clay fired up. I have not been. That's a good defensive play. That's a good defensive play. Fuck that. You let them play on. I'm supposed to let them play on with that one. Golden State Warriors currently up right now, 51-42. Jalen Brown is to the line, 51-42. Sorry, it was 51-41 at the time when I was supposed to first make said. I don't know if they put Clay on the bench. Clay still on the Clay still on the court. Rocket, Rocket is infamous number 76. <laughs> oh man, that's inside joke. But I'm still fighting this COVID shit. It's been a it's been a little over a week now, and I ain't gonna lie, this shit has been leaving me weak. Like like as you can hear, like I got I got a little bit of stuff going on right up in this area. You know what I mean? Got a little a little congestion and shit. You know what I mean? And 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 throat blockage, pause. Stephen Curry weaving and diving. Get get it out get it out to um, Otis Porter, and they are they waving it off. All right, Otis Porter just hit a just hit a wide open three, but they are waving off the play. Let's get into the birthday part. If you guys, if it's your guys' first time here, what we like to do when we start off every any single podcast before we go too deep into the sport is that we like to we like to have a little birthday celebration. What we do is that we get a little birthday shout out to everybody that had a birthday since the last time we was on the air. It looks like we haven't been on air for some time. Like, like I said, folks, I've been I've been fighting the shit. Right, I ain't gonna lie, this shit has has really been leaving me weak. But it looks like we have birthdays for the 9th, the 10th, the 11th, the 12th, and today to get into. So like, so, so without any further ado, like my boy Chilbu likes to say, yo, DJ Mighty, drop that beat. I know you don't recognize this birthday song, so I'm going to sing it twice for you guys to get along. Ready? Ready we go? Yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Check it, check it, yeah, check it, check it, yeah, because it's your birthday, we sing happy birthday, it's your birthday, it's your birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, yeah, it's your birthday, we said it's your birthday. It's your birthday, it's your birthday, it's your birthday, it's your birthday, cause it's your birthday, we say happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, I just lost two pages, yo, I'm vexed, I ain't gonna lie, try to save my paper from falling, I just lost two pages, those pages got, got, got vital confidential information on how the Mighty Sports operation is conducted, and I can't be losing pages at any time now, folks, the Boston Celtics have reduced that lead to just about eight, Let's get into the gets down of the gets down, folks. I want to say happy birthday on June 10th to one of my homegirls, Natalie Tyson. Also want to say happy birthday to another one of my homegirls, Lori Butterfly. Actually, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, her name is actually Sandra. You know what I mean? But but I, I, I can't remember. It's been so it's been so long, it's been so far removed since I've heard your real name. I don't, since I've seen your real name. I'm trying to remember if that's even your real name or not. But I want to say it's Sandra. I also want to say happy birthday to my brother, my mom, or my brother, Johnny. 
want to say happy birthday to him as well. Folks, we want to say happy birthday on the 11th to Jerry Stambobies. Right, you understand? I also want to say happy birthday to my homegirl, Jewel Petra. We're on the 12th. We got we got a battle buddy of mine, Thomas Hunter. For the birthdays today, we got Michelle Alicia, and we got a former co-worker of mine, Elisa Wells, folks. That is all of the birthdays that we've had since the last time we've been on air. So we want to wish you all a happy birthday. We hope you party hard. We hope you enjoy everything. But more importantly, you get your weekend at Bernie's on. You continue to stay my deep. You know what I'm saying over there? You got me? Alright, I'm gonna have to tell you again, uh, so you know what I mean? I'm gonna have to give you a fresh one. Don't you back talk me? You go out there, you fucking party. Because I like that. You like that. You like that? Because I like that. Cause yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Check it, check. I sound like a old old George one been smoking all our life. Because it's your birthday. We say happy happy birthday, darling. Yeah. Check it, check it. Okay, I'm done here. Let me stop let me stop making fun of people before my voice gets stuck that way. Yo, DJ Mighty, cut that beat though. Right? Hey ladies. Speaking of where the ladies is at, I guess we're going to get right into our mighty topic of the day, folks. And the mighty topic of the, of the day is it's basically like the biggest topic that supersedes all topics, regardless of what may be going on in or out of sports, folks. And something that, we like to, that we've been talking about for, for feels like over 100 days now since we've been bringing her up. We've been talking about her every single podcast since she... Damn every single podcast since she's been locked up. It's been very consistent since about the second week of her, of, of 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 her wrong of her wrongful detention over trumped up weed charges, so she can be used as a political as she used for political leverage. Brittany Griner, folks, a center for the center for the WNBA and a champion, folks, is currently being held hostage by Russian authorities, folks. If you don't know about Brittany Griner, Brittany Griner is not only a champion, she is a seven-time All-Star, two-time scoring champ, eight-time block leader, three-time first team, three-time second team, two-time defensive player of the year, three-time first team, three-time first team All-Defense, four-time second team All-Defense, old rookie, NCAA champ, and most outstanding player, AP player of the year, three-time Big 12 player of the year, four-time defensive player of the year. You understand when I said like this lady has a legacy that 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 that, that is longer than the toilet rolls that you okay. Let, 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 let's find a different analogy. <laughs> but you understand? Like, like she got more accolades than Snoop Dogg smokes blunts in the day is what I'm basically trying to say. And Snoop Dogg smokes a lot of blunts in the day, folks. Like I said, she is the third woman in NBA history to dunk a ball in the... Yeah, he hooked. Damn. Did he get that? Yo, did, oh, yo they, they, they really... Like they, they, they really trying to hold it off to Golden State. But Golden State came out kind of, kind of pretty fire in the, in the first half. They, they really did. Right? Like, you saw them doing their thing. Um, Boston was looking a little lethargic. And, and, and once again, this is one of those times where we really going to have to find out and see what the third quarter is going to look like because the third quarter is going to make a difference. So far, you've seen, you seen Boston come up with an early third quarter push racing what was a 10-point deficit. Right? But so far, they haven't been able to take the lead as of yet. But they are within two with just about, about over two and a half minutes passed in the first half. 
as they continue to try to take the lead and see if they can continue to move um, swing momentum their way and keep that lead so they can go ahead and try to get a 3-2 win and maybe even a stranglehold on this series, folks. Marcus, was that Marcus Small? No, that was Brown that just went ahead and took a shot. He bricked that shit, though. Yeah, Draymond came out with the, with the ball, gets it out to Clay. Clay needs to act like this is game six. He plays still thinking this is game five, so he hasn't gone off yet. You see Otis with an open shot. He takes a three-pointer. He misses that one. Of course, he'll miss it when it finally counts. Marcus Small bringing the ball up the board. We have just about under nine minutes left to go in the third. All right. Let's get down into let's get down into the breakdown, right? Right. Like, it's really crazy as, as we're starting to see as many of the figures that, that are stored into like all of the figures that are, that are, that are stored into, all, all, not even just figures, all the celebrities, right? I can't keep forgetting to put that mic back on. All, all the celebrities and shit that that are starting to come, starting to come to Britney Griner's aid, right? And, and not and, and even just verbally when they weren't there before. And one of the one of the more recent ones to join the to join the fight is one Roy Jones Jr. Roy Jones Jr. has dual has dual citizenship in Russia and in America, and he flat out came and said, "Now listen, he may be talking his shit." <sighs> Hold on, let me let me find my cup so I can take a sip. Sometimes you gotta take a whiff, taking it easy, taking it slow. Right. I know you guys are wondering like, what's the difference? Don't even worry about it. It's my cup. Mm. I know people like to mix that lean with Sprite, but I'm telling you right now, that Publix lemonade. Boston Celtics within one, 53-52. Curry's bringing the ball off the court with his mouthpiece hanging halfway out of his mouth. You see Loonley at, you see Loonley at the table getting ready to check in on the next dead ball. Clay catches it off a of curl, gets it out to Wiggins. Wiggins waits for his man to close out on him, tries to spin, and looks like he draws the foul on Jalen Brown. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, that shit is good. That shit's real good. Mm. As Tatum put Otis on the blender, cooked him behind the back a couple times, uh, uh, sat down on him, a little bit of a hezzy, pulled up, nothing but water bending. <laughs> oh, Curry with the drive, he doesn't get the foul though. We see, we see Al, we see, we see Al bringing the ball up, folks, and <laughs> Al Horford and Brown they bump into each other, and as Clay is bringing the ball up, Marcus Smart tries to draw the foul, and they call all hips. Looks like Clay may be going to the line. Seven fifteen left to go. He goes on his little yarrow step. I ain't gonna lie, Marcus was there. Bam. Yeah, Marcus was there. Marcus was definitely there in time. <clears throat> so so back so back to Brittany Griner, right? And so it's funny that like Roy Jones, like you know, boxer, champion, multiple champion, like we're talking about one point in time, one of the pound for pounds in, in, in the world. Tuesday night, you can see the Mercury take on the Washington Mystic and that Seattle taking on the Dallas Lynx. Seattle Storm, Dallas Lynx. So, 
even Roy Jones at this point in time, or even Roy Jones himself has come out and flat out said, like, you know what? Listen, I got dual citizenship in Russia I got and the United States. If you have to exchange me for her, we can go ahead and we can do that just to bring this young lady home. That's how ridiculous is that's how ridiculous is this guy. But I'm glad that we finally got into the point where people realize that this young lady has been detained for 115 days. Now listen, take it from somebody that has been that has just been deployed, right? Not held hostage, just in a foreign country, right? In a in a situation that you that you fully can't control. And you never fully know what's about. Like I said, like like you guys don't understand some of the stresses. So the fact that we've got gotten to this point where it feels like okay, I feel like we're getting to a point now where we're almost like celebrities, right? And ever athletes, as as Al Horford just took a three pointer to go ahead and take to give Boston the lead. The score is now fifty eight, fifty five. Golden State takes a time out of all of and lets out a little. I don't have the volume on, so I can't really hear what he said. But it, what it looked like. Uh, let me see, let me see. Let me see. See, we see Brown with the drive. He kicks it out. Smart. And that was a three before that. That Marcus Smart hit. Yeah, they should show the Al Hoffer. He had he had the ball, and then he. <laughs> Yo, I look so old when Kevin Garnett was playing. So back to Brittany, right? I I find it finally that we got to the point where I don't know if you can't go a day without having somebody now talk about Brittany Griner in a way that does her name honor and, and does and, and does her memory proud. But I definitely want to say that we, we, we've gone to a point where we can't go a week. And that's a whole lot better than what we started off. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you guys, folks, part of the reason why we had to make sure that Brittany Grinder was being mentioned every single day on, on our podcast, because it felt like for about two months there was a gag order. And everybody was scared to say to say anything. So we wanted to make sure that she ain't get forgotten here. I mean, what we got, what we got to be the run, what we got to run from here. Hey, like, <laughs> I'm I'm too bold to give a fuck just because of of, of me just ra- being raised in Brooklyn and then going into the army. Like I I'm brave as fuck. Both, like so I don't give a fuck, and I'm too, and I'm not big enough for you to notice. You know what I'm saying, like I'm big, but not big enough for you to notice. I'm not big enough. I'm tiny as shit. I'm like your mom. I'm like your mom and pop from sports. You know what I mean? I'm your local bodega. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like your local. I'm like your little 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 local corner store. You know what I mean? Like you can go to the supermarket if you want to, and whenever, whenever, whenever times is good and, and you're balling, you can go ahead and buy yourself a whole carton of cigarettes. But don't forget about the motherfucking podcast. When times was rough, that was selling you fucking Lucy's all over the place. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. It's Lu- this, this, this the Lucy's of podcast. I'm, I'm Nick and Domel and you a podcast at a time forever. How the fuck you think we get all the way to 443, B? Some good shit. 
Y'all wouldn't even believe me if I just told you that was just straight up lemonade. I'm just saying, though, it's in my cup. It's some good shit. You know some really good shit, though? Right? It's That's Blue Chew. And if you guys don't know what Blue Chew is, Blue Chew happens to be not only my favorite sponsor of the podcast, but Blue Chew also happens to be a little blue pill that can give you back your thrill. All you have to do is open up a pack and head straight to the sack. Listen, my friend, just a few chews before you do, 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 do. Macaroni noises, macaroni, macaroni. Right, this thing has the same active ingredients as Vagnus Cielo, so this is one opportunity you just can't miss. This is for a very low cost. You can beat it up, you can beat it up like a boss. She's gonna love how you come through like a champ when you blue chew in advance. All right, all you think you have to do, right, is that if you want to get yourself a free order of blue chew today, right, and I do mean a, I do mean a free order of blue chew today. You use my promo code for this week. All right, we got a promo code L U N J. L-U-N-J. Lima Uniform. Ooh, Steph. The source. Lima Uniform November Juliet. L-U-N-J. And you can get your first order of Blue Chew for free with that promo code. What you have to do is pay for shipping and handling. Listen, you take care of your postal workers, right? Whether it's, whether it's rain, sun, slate, or snow, Rain, snow, sleet, or hail. I mean, these motherfuckers is bringing you your packages. Understand? So you, so, you, know, you break shipping and handling, you break them off. It's a little appreciation. I right? don't, don't even know you make a fuss about it. And if you do, I mean, I, mean, I got a fresh one here. <laughs> Yo. Yo. <coughs> Excuse me. Don't worry. You guys can't catch COVID from the ca- through the camera. Oof. That shit takes a lot out of me. I ain't go front. Not going front. Boston now has a four-point lead. We're just halfway through the third quarter. Both they double-team Curry for a little bit. He squeezes that into Looney. He gets himself a nice... That's not even Looney. That's Gary Payton. He gets himself a nice little layup. Ooh, and it looks like Clay Thompson... I don't know if he got cut short and somebody stepped on his ankle or he stepped on somebody's ankle while trying to while trying to think, but he pulls up. What did it hit somebody's head? Are they trying to figure out what happened? So I think Clay may have hurt his hamstring, to be honest with you. Ooh! Oh. Let's see. Damn you, man. Clay is so fucking... T- Clay Thompson for a light skin, right? And and obviously, this is this is conversation that we're having within the community right now. So everybody else, like, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm going to need you to put your... I'm going to need you to put your... your your, your The pot on mute, for, right, for this part. Shit, I just, I just disconnected something. I didn't mean to disconnect. But I'm going to need you to put the... I'm gonna need you to put the pot on pause right now, right? I'm talking to the community right here. So, community, like you have to admit, Clay Thompson, for being a light skin, he is pretty darn tough. Like I, I, I know, I, I know we've all felt that way about Clay. Like Clay Thompson, 
eight the atypical like he like he definitely a Cali boy, but he ain't atypical like light skin. You know what I mean? Ooh. Like he does have a little bit of a little bit of toughness to oh shit, they block Clay from um they block not Clay, they, they block Steph from behind. Come on, Looney. Yo, he hit you with the easiest these feel like yo, box out and just leave that shit in front of you. But he got behind him. See, Steph didn't know Williams is behind him. And then Williams did a touch pass to Williams. And we're talking about an and one in transition. And I ain't gonna lie, even after you block it, I still thought that shit was gonna go in. <laughs> now that's the crazy thing about it. <clears throat> as, we, as we're winding down to the third. Yes, folks, Bluetooth. Promo code LUNJ. You get yourself a free order of Bluetooth immediately. All right, let's 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 move on, right? Because like I said, we haven't been here for a while, so I'm like to really, really rap about about these games that we've been talking, that we've been watching. Like, I think the last time that we was here, we was right around like game three or some shit. And not for nothing, game game three like, was 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 definitely all Draymond's fault. Like, like let's let's go ahead and, and and get that out the way right now. Game three was one hundred percent Draymond Green's fault. After that game two performance, Draymond Green went out there talking his cash shit, and and, and not for nothing. Like, like he ran his mouth about about how the referees um, treat him differently, and he deserves to be treated differently because it's something that he's earned, and this, that, and the third, and yada, yada, yada. And they came talking, and they came, they they came, they came making noise against their opponent, and basically they 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 didn't just give. As we see Williams crashing into Looney's back, it's been physical. But Clay makes his shot. 64-66. Two-point game. Three and seven. So Draymond Greed, right? Like he was he was definitely mouthing off. And he didn't just give he didn't just give the Boston Celtics bulletin board material in that game. But he also gave the referees bulletin board material. And the NBA's A fish, like, um, like, what, what, we, what we want to call them? Referee association, officiating association, their, their, their governing rule making body. That like, basically he challenged the whole system, and the whole system came back and was like, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, Draymond, yeah, I'm, we told you right now, yo, you keep talking your shit, and, and you know what? Fuck that. We gave you enough warnings, and we ain't gonna give you no, we ain't give you no text. We, 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 we ain't gonna go ahead and act like you know what? Fresh one. Say that shit again. Fresh one. Foul. Come on. Do something. Do something petty again. Fresh one. Foul. Draymond Green had no rhythm in game three. They fouled him out early. They got rid of him with the quickness. Yo, fresh one. You want to talk your shit again? Are you in Mouliots? Ah, here we go. Popping in the mouth again. Come on. Talk that shit again. Let me hear you say that shit on your part one more time. I'm telling you right now what you're going to do, my friend. When you get back on your little podcast, lady, you're going to come out here you're gonna, and you're going to backtrack. You're going to fucking backpedal like you're the best defender in the world. You're going to recant and take back basically everything you said. And what you're going to do, right, what you're going to sit here and do is basically... You're going to contradict everything you said a couple days ago. And that's exactly what he did. <laughs> like, listen, I'm just taking with my dick. <laughs> that's exactly what he did. After 
after that loss, right? And and, and when I say like it, it was just it was just one of those games because it wasn't just Draymond Green that was in foul trouble. They found a way to get Stephen Curry in foul trouble in the first half, and then they injured the motherfucker at the, towards the end of the game. That's what made Game Four so fucking special. We sitting here on Game Five right now, tied two two. You have an idea how this shit kind of went down. I'm just thinking with my dick. But Draymond Green ended up, ended up going back on his podcast and was like, "You know what, man? Like they 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 called me differently, and they should. And this, that, and the third. And he came back and said, I wasn't trying to say that. I, I I'm supposed to get ref treatment. I'm the <clears throat> and I ain't gonna lie. Like I, I like Draymond, right? You you can definitely see that." For him, he definitely uses his podcast as, as a way to vent more than anything else. But it's okay, though, because what, what do I use the podcast for? To vent about my team, whether they do good, they do bad, about other players around the league that I like, about players around the league that I don't like. Come out here and just talk about my personal wife, you know what I mean? Talk about my life, my wife, and my knife. Just saying, not all together the same, you know, not the same thing. Shout out to Family Guy. But basically, like Draymond Green's mouth, like it, 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 it trickled down, and it, it was a distraction, right? It definitely was a distraction. Not only was it was a distraction, right? It was a deterrent for his team. Is it, what caused is is what helped cause his team to lose. Is how he came out, and he was so braggadocious about the calls that he was able to get away with in the previous game. You see, the thing about basketball, right, and, and a lot of sports, is that, and even life, more than anything else, the reason why I like being a cancer sign, is that there's balance there, right? There's ebbs and flows, there's your up and down, and there's balance. And things tend to always find, get themselves back to the, the, the mean, right? To kind of get back to its natural average. Listen, I've bowled a 270 before. I ain't going to say, I'm always going to bowl a 270, 260. Nah, I barely break 200 at the time. Listen, if I break 100, I'm happy sometimes. You know what I mean? So, even in calls, fouls, we see it within a game, within a series. There are makeup calls. There are makeup fouls. There are makeup plays. We see it all the time. Jordan pulled six points, two for three shooting so far. They're going to see if we get a little spark from him. Look, let me see what he got on the floor right now. I look like they got the chef out there. Right? Look like there's Draymond as well. That may be Gary Payton. I think that may be Wiggins and Poole. <laughs> we'll see. And, and and the thing about that game, right? As at least we just we got we'll, we'll be back. The thing about game three was that Clay Thompson starting to find a little bit of a groove, right? He's still he's starting to he's still, he's still to get into the swing of things, right? Not quite not quite enough, not not quite good enough, not 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 major Clay, right? It was it wasn't a major Clay alert. 
But we can see like the clean minds of being set and it being pointed towards that enemy. You see it coming. He's about to explode pretty soon, right? Catch all these cats in their fucking face, right? Get them, get them, a, get them a whole new rearrangement. He don't recognize you anymore. Blowing your eye. Sweetwater Taffy. They all, they all came up. And you can see, like, like I said, it wasn't just by, that, by the end of that game, but also by Draymond Green's pocket. As you can tell, this team is going to have to have some words with him. They are going to have to have some words with him about, about his accountability and about his mouth. Like, listen, like, you know what? We love you. Don't take anything away from what you do. But don't do more than you that you have. Don't do, don't do anything extra that we lose you or we give the other team of a motivation. You hear me? It's the Golden State Warriors here. It's a brand name. It's a brand name. You understand? The Chef Curry, that's a brand name. I'm not going to have you mess that up for me. So I'm going to need you to focus, get in line, and come out ready to win for game four. Now, there's also ways that you can win too, though. Just let you guys know. All right, I know gas prices, you know, have, have been really have, have been really kicking our ass lately. And I know that some of you have been taking a couple of L's when it comes to those gas prices. I seen this one dude the other day putting sixty putting sixty something dollars in a civic. He couldn't even understand. He likes a civic though. But it's a civic though. Or <laughs> you understand? So 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 things get rough, right? And and I know that gas prices are kind of stinking right now. Man, so don't pass another gas station thinking, debating that these prices are too inflated. Get the upside app. Come on through. You get cash every time that you buy gas. And if you're a fat ass, you know, we got that shit for food too, boo. All you got to do is download the upside app. Use the promo code MYT3229. That's MYT3229. You get the 25 cents on your, on, 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 on your first couple of gallons, right? Get twenty five cents, but get twenty five cents back. Now listen, I'm gonna put you on the game too. Like, just don't get the, get the upside app. Like, listen, like activate whatever cashback feature that, that that you have on your bank card, right? You see a bunch of them is, is popping up tiles on the bottom of that shit, like chasing them. They got they got them shits, right? If that's a, if that's a gas station like 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 Sunco or, or Shell, you know, what I'm trying to say Marathon or, or Speedies, right? Whatever your gas station is, right? Go ahead and also and go ahead and download their cash, their, their, their little reward app as well. So what you do is that you, you you double, you triple, you quadruple dip. You dip however you need to dip because when we when I dip, you dip, we dip. Use that promo code MYT3229 on the upside app, upside. Stored it there. And that's going to be that little reminder to you. Like, you know, I need to go in and get these other ones too. I don't got no promo codes on the other ones for you. But me telling you this is just me trying to be a good person to tell you, like, hey, yo, let's all save money together. You know what I mean? We're all in this game together. We can break bread together. Like, we ain't got to be stingy with this shit. It's that promo code. And then what you do, you find your friends. You share, you share that shit. You share your shit with them. And you make sure that we all right here eating together. Each one, reach one, teach one. No man left behind kind of shit. You know what I mean? Get this paper, B.
Speaking of getting people together, I'm, I'm chilling here the other day. I, I listen, listen, bear with me, right? I'm, I'm, out, I'm about to go. I'm about to go first love. I'm right. I'm about to take this shit. See that? That's full. That's full left field. That's full left field. So I'm sitting here, right? And I'm and I'm watching. It's going through the tubes, right? It's going through the tiles, trying to figure out what the fuck I want to watch. And something came across my eye. So tell me why. It's something that I, I've probably, it probably has shaped my weird, twisted humor to this day. Right? And what that is, is deaf comedy jam. I, I love me a good comedy. From the from the days of Eddie Murphy to, to, to Richard Pryor to Chris Rock. And I, I like me a good comedy. What's going on, chill, Will? So I'm sitting here, and I'm watching, and I'm watching old episodes of Def Comedy Jam. Laugh at my ass off. Hockey keying onto the fucking floor. You know what I mean? Like, if you Spanish, like, I'm talking about I was ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-ja-
And that's what that, that's what Def Comedy Jam used to even feel like. It used to feel like an underground comedy club that you had to get exclusive permission to be to like to go see. Even when you was watching it on television. You still needed some kind of cable. Right? Whether you bought the cable or you stole the cable. You needed some kind of cable. And then the very next day, even us in school, little badasses, right? Little, little, little fucking ankle biters. Even we out here repeating all those jokes that that um, um that, that we heard, right? Telling a couple of the jokes and, and, and hearing the teacher over here and listening to them laughing because they remember that shit too. Hey, watch your language over there. So, as I'm watching... I started paying attention to Martin, right? And then I started thinking, I'm looking at Martin, I'm like, damn. Martin is really doing a hell of a job hosting this. And I know I was young, right? So, there's tons of things I don't remember about, you know, there's, there's gonna be little nuances that I'm paying attention to now that I wouldn't probably have even known to even think about paying attention to back then. But I remember thinking to myself, like, I don't even remember Martin having a hosting job before this. Actually, I don't, I think Martin, like, the, his show may have just started. Like, I'm trying to remember if his show had just started or if, or if his show came very shortly after he started hosting it. And that's why he left and Joe Torrey came. Like, like I'm trying to remember, right? Guy Tory, whatever the fuck his name is. Basically, the nigga got that got his ass whooped by Tupac over 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 Janet Jackson, or was it Neil Long? One of the two. <laughs> well, we both. <laughs> <clears throat> so I'm watching Martin, right? And I'm watching. I'm, I'm paying attention to Martin, and I'm thinking to him, like, damn, he is doing a hell of a job hosting the fuck out of this. And and not even that. I also I start and then I start like taking it further in my head and realizing like Martin isn't just the host of the show. While everybody else gets the luxury of coming up there and doing a quick little one, you know, two minute act, three minute act or whatever, and they bound to go about their business. Nah, Martin is not is, is is doing the host. He's putting on a mini set. Damn, like if 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 not before, you know, in the middle and after, you know, he's putting on like three little mini sets. And I'm starting to think like, yo, Martin crushed the fuck out of that role. Like when I, when I really started thinking, I'm like, damn. Like I was, I'm, I'm watching more and I'm watching more episodes. I'm watching more episodes. I'm thinking to myself, I am highly impressed by the job that he's done, that that, that he's doing in that role. And, and granted, I've never seen Martin in another host. I've never seen Martin host before then. So. I'm like, damn, he 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 pull, he's pulling off a hell of a job. Like I, I was I was really I was really in awe, I guess, in a way. I don't want to say about his professionalism, but by his range more than anything else. Cause I I, I don't think sometimes it gets appreciated of really what like we get we get the entertainment value, but like I said, after a while, like when you when like when you when you when you when you used to be on this other side of the curtain for so long now. It isn't just about the entertainment value, right? You start realizing the nuances. 
And even more so, I think I feel like now I even have some type of better appreciation for some of the talent that's out there or for the people entertaining us. Like, still shout out to Cody Rhodes. Like, how many how many of your athletes know will go out there and perform their full committed time after their pectoral muscle has been completely ripped off its bone? And then we're not talking about during competition. We're talking about before competition, you found that out. And you still went out there and you performed for your full compete time. Shout out to Cody Rhodes, son of the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. We ain't going to see him for a whole year. But I look forward to seeing him again probably right around, around WrestleMania. He's going to be around for WrestleMania. But well, he'll probably be right back around Royal Rumble time. Cody, I'm telling you right now, we ain't gonna see Cody Rhodes for a while. But I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like Chuck. I guarantee that he's gonna do that. Not only him, but WWE is gonna do everything in their power. That if the time frame is close enough, they're gonna bring him out for the Royal Rumble, and he'll probably win it. He like he. I ain't going to say that they owe him a favor, but they owe him a favor because their main event could have went like, or one of their, one of their marquee matches could have went to shit. Golden State Warriors, 11 point lead, nine minutes to go. Excuse me. So now fast forward, right? I've been watching Def Comedy Jam for a while and just kind of be, and, and, and also, can I tell you guys, for the reason that took me back down the rabbit hole of, of Def Comedy Jam. It's also part of the reason why I re-watch a lot of old shows more than I sometimes go forward and watch new shows. And that's because sometimes I want just something in the back that I really don't have to pay attention to or give my full undivided attention that isn't going to fully captivate me. And I can still go along my business. And I mean, I may want this for like two, three weeks where I need something like that in my life. So I go back and I watch a lot of old shows, especially a lot of old animes and stuff like that. But I watch a lot of old shows back from the beginning because of that. I'm like, oh, let me put this all the way back from the beginning. Because I don't mind missing all this shit again. Because I, I know I'll probably, if I miss anything, I'll probably still catch a little something, but even if I'm giving it my half my undivided attention. Damn. Yo, Steph can't get no love? Sorry, this game is this game is getting a little a, a little touchy. Actually, that wasn't even Steph. That was Jordan Poole. But you know what's funny though, because they gave something. They, they, it seems the similar play happened to Steph right before, um, a little early in the game, and nothing happened. See, a Jordan Poole and this defense that he pulled that that shit is bullshit. Like, come on, stop, Draymond. Come on. Look, I'm not trying to hear it. Come on, man. Enough of you. But that defense by Jordan Poole. That was a ball, and that was nothing. So Wiggins hit ball, and Draymond Green, I don't know what the fuck he hit. Let's get back. Like, like, so, so, so I have these weird habits when it comes to, like, watching, when it, when it comes to watching shows. That's why people always want, like, hey, you watch the show? Like, nah. Like I, I, I'm still, I, I started rewatching 
Shaft. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I started rewatching Good Times. I started, I started, I started rewatching Saved by the Bell. I started rewatching The Flash. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. Like I, I'll, I'll go back. I started rewatching Naruto. I started rewatching Dragon Ball. You know what I mean? So I was doing this with Def Comedy Jokes. I'm like, you know what? I, I did it. I did it with the Chappelle Show a couple, uh, a couple of months back. Right? Because I'm like, oh, you know, what? I haven't really seen these in a while. I haven't paid attention to these in a while. Like, like I do that with Boondocks though. Every time I ain't gonna lie, when I do it to the Boondocks, I cringe sometimes. I'm like, oh shit. And we had this on t- on on Cartoon Network. God damn. Was that on Cartoon Network or was that on Comedy Central? But still, this is something that kids used to go watch. But also, I'm like, well, what was that any different culturally than South Park? Just saying. Culturally. Boondocks is no different than South Park. Culturally. So the fact that South Park is still out is still out there doing outlandish shit whatever, underneath the radar. I'm saying Boonox could have could have could have had a couple had at least seven more episodes. I don't know if Regina would have wanted to be still be part of that for seven more episodes. I think I, I think her consciousness would, would have gotten to her too eventually in this day and age. <laughs> Shout out to the multi talented Regina for real for real. She's everywhere. You don't even realize it. So talking about kings and queens of voiceovers, Regina is fucking the queen of voiceovers. God damn. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind hearing her voice in one of my favorite animes. Animes, okay? Animes. You guys get your mind out the gutter. So let, me, let, me, let me wrap up my Martin story, right? I'm almost back up the plate, so. So fast forward. Def Comedy Jam had this 25-year anniversary episode, right? And I've been putting off watching it, and then finally I told myself, you know, let me let me check this shit the fuck out. This shit looks like it, it looks pretty funny. Maybe I'll catch something I haven't seen before. Like maybe they got some lost tapes in there somewhere. And they really didn't, but it was still a nice tribute. But listening and watching it, the person that stood out to me during the whole entire time I'm watching Def Comedy Jam is also the person that stood out to me for praises from a lot of people. In a similar, like, um, that were also in the comedy, and that was again for Martin. And a couple of things, I heard somebody express and say, I, I forgot who it was. I heard somebody express the same sentiment, like, "Yo, Martin should be hosting more." And he said, "Like, Martin should have been like hosting a Grammy or Emmys or some shit like that. Like, he was a hell of a host." And I was like, "Yo, see, that's what I thought. He did a hell of a fucking job." But then, but then I started hearing about all of the little things, right? The little praises that people were giving Martin along, you know what I mean? For being an integral part in their success. And I think it was, yo, was it um the OG of Brooklyn? I can always forget his name. He was in 30 Rock. Tracy Morgan. I think, I think, I think he gave Martin like a big heartfelt shout out. Right, it's like yo, Martin. Like, I think some shit like yo, Martin. You were the reason why I even even decided to do comedy. But also like Martin approached him on some shit. Was like, hey, yo, my G, you know what I mean? Hey, yo, Joe, try to get down with this kind of shit. La 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 la. And then I remember, and then I heard another. It was another story where Cat, I think Cat Williams told, and Cat Williams was like, yo, he had a special coming out. And Cat Williams had it. Cat had it done. Was it Cat? 
It was either Cat or um, I think it was Cat was or Eddie Griffin, one of those two niggas, one of them short, funny motherfuckers. I know it's not Kevin Hart. It was before his time. Wiggins with the, with the Wiggins with the strong drive to the hole. 87-78. Warriors coming out to play. So then I hear like I said, I think I think it's Cat Williams. He talks about, yeah, I had this, I had a I had a I had a special coming out, HBO special, something, Showtime special, whatever the fuck it was. Right? Clay, out to Curry, Marcus Smart closes before you get the shot off. And he goes, yo, why don't you come out and and, and do Def Comedy Jam? He was like, yo, what the fuck for? Like, I got a special coming out. He's like, don't nobody know me? Why am I going to come out to Def Comedy Jam? I'm like, exactly. He was like, you're about to go do a special and nobody knows you. Do Def Comedy Jam. Nobody knows you. They start knowing you now. Now you, now you have your comedy tour. That shit, that, that shit pops off. People start knowing you now. And he's like, yo, that shit helped this. He's like, duh, makes sense. Shit helped the sales. But basically, just hearing how Martin was just going, because was just was just he that he wasn't just a host. He was also involved in finding a lot of the talent for the deaf comedy for deaf comedy, especially in the early part, right? And he was you know, he was actually involved. He was also involved in helping and and helping secure some of the talent because he I looked like he had a, he had a relationship and a rapport. So I'm like, hey, yo, come on. I know you hungry. I know you're trying to get this paper. I know you're trying to get this exposure. Come on. And they came on and they performed. And then obviously something like that doesn't even go on. Like, like when you're watching that too, one of the, one of the things I wanted to, I wanted to I wanted to see more than anything was fucking that Bernie Mac one because that Bernie Mac little comedy skit, right? I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. You know, like, he just came by. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. This motherfucker came out wearing his goddamn pants on his goddamn his face on his pants in that one. That's, like, one of the most... I, I still remember that's one of the more classic shit. I was like, yo. He's like, what did he say? He's like... He said, man, I can't even have sex anymore. And, and I'm blessed. I'm big bone. I'm heavy structured. So I whip my shit out. This whole entire room go dark. Kick ass! <laughs> <laughs> Start like motherfucking coffee. Like, yo, I saw a dis like I saw a disrespectful meme. It was like, and it was and it was somebody watching the Bernie Mac show, and they took like one one episode. And they were talking about, yo, y'all be talking about Bernie Mac like, like, like he the funniest person alive. Like y'all and I was like, yo, whoever said that is a disrespectful motherfucker. Like, like that whole Kings of Comedy shit, like that, that Bernie Mac set at the end. Like that shit should be taught in 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 in, in colleges on how to put together fucking wordplay and sets and man, I think this is buggy. Y'all niggas don't know art. <laughs> I was really that shit really had me tripping. That shit really 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 had me tripping. I'm like, yo, throw the great Bernie back. Like this motherfucker stir like motherfucking coffee. Stir like motherfucking coffee, man. And then the shit that this the sideboard shit he used to do in the Bernie Mac show with them chick. Like, man, that shit was hilarious. But yo, I ain't gonna lie. Let's keep it let's keep it a buck. I done see the oldest daughter somewhere shaking her ass. 
I forgot where the fuck I was at. I could have been right there on Pornhub. Who knows? <laughs> no, I probably would. I, no, it was something similar to that. I think I was like on TikTok or Instagram. Like before I get down to the cycle. Like it, like it basically goes it goes Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, then Twitter, and then straight to the porn site. Like like, like that's the rev up. <laughs> Like, why the hell am I scrolling through social media for, like, the last half an hour? You're like, you know what? I'm tripping. I'm going to try to see some titties. I've been over here wondering why the fuck am I scrolling through social media for? I've been in the wrong I've been in the wrong department. Jason Tatum, 41 minutes, 24 points, 9 for 17 shooting. Jason Tatum goes in another, like, 45-minute um, game. Boston Celtics, they lost this game with the free throw line. They're going to they they be disgusted with themselves. They're like 13 for 23. Stephen Curry with a little floaty. He puts the hands out. Less than five minutes to go. His mom all happy. I keep forgetting how, how fine Stephen Curry's mom is. It was it true? You heard that shit? <clears throat> Stephen Curry's mom and, they, and his dad broke up. The chick... That Stephen Curry's dad is dating is the ex-wife of the dude that Stephen Curry's mom is dating. So they just basically did some wife swap shit. Like they didn't want to fuck each other's spouses. For... You heard this shit? I'm serious. Like I know I ain't going fucking bananas over here. Like I know I heard this shit somewhere. But no, dead ass. What's going on here? What is going on here? Did Jason Tatum just try to walk off the court with the ball? Draymond Green trying to get the ball from him? I don't understand what's happening right now. I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need some volume so I can get some context in this bi itch. All right, so back to the lecture at hand. Perfection is perfected, so I'm gonna let you understand. Death comedy jam, right? That's what I was talking about. But nah, I'm done there. Like, but go check. Listen, go check them shits out. Go, go. If you haven't, oh what? Were they mad at Jason Tatum for was it a dirty play on Steph? And he was going after, and Draymond Green was going after Steph. I don't know, but he's talking to some old man. Steph Curry got fourteen points. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying before we, we decided to move on. Right, but yeah, seriously, Steph. Stephen Curry's mom, the new his her new boyfriend, is the ex husband of Stephen Curry's dad's new girlfriend. Like, can you imagine that? Because, because I mean, in one way, you could be like, like, like that's some power shit, right? Like that's some soap opera shit. Like that's some real soap opera shit. I don't want to soap operas. This is where soap operas get it from. They they get it from millionaires. They get it from people with money because this is what these motherfuckers do, <laughs> right? Because niggas in the hood couldn't do no shit like that. Niggas in the hood are too petty. See, even I saw that they found Stephen Curry on the hand after he released that shot. 
See, Stephen Curry is on, is on Al Horford. Yeah, Jason Tatum is over here taking fadeaway shots. See? This is what happens when, when, when it looks like you're not thinking. Al... Stephen Curry was guarding Al Horford on this play. And to be and to be honest with you, Al Horford is basically like, is like, is like on the right is on the right block, almost a, a right top block, almost alone with Steph Curry. Yo, Jason Tatum really just threw down Gary Payton Jr. He didn't get a tech for that. Fuck you, Boston bean pie ass motherfuckers. Lucky they gave you two games. That's why they about to get you in six. They about to sleep your ass in six. It's supposed to be five. Bitch ass niggas. Sorry, I'm hating right now. I put a lot of money up. I'm hating. Never this way again. I wish you never understand. Oh, the times you did me wrong. Go listen to that Ghostface album. Bulletproof wallets. Certified. Gary Payton with a little floaty. Back up to a 13-point lead. But nah, that's some crazy shit though, right? That's some that's some real crazy shit. That imagine like you like you guys like they they because obviously they know each other. Draymond, calm down. Even his own teammates are like, yo, relax, bro, relax. Okay. I wonder if Draymond is close to being fouled out. Because, I mean, he is being very... He's being very demonstrative. While his team has a 13-point lead with three minutes to go. About a common foul. That isn't a technical. That isn't anything else. Whenever you want to hop in here, chill, well, you let me know. I'm here. Like the phone lines ain't cut off, Hennessy. Don't you guys forget that if you out there, you drink Hennessy and you like Louis Vuitton, that just go ahead and go ahead and invest into that company, right? It's Louis Vuitton, Hennessy, and Moet. L-V-M-H. Louis Vuitton, Moet, and Hennessy. L-V-M-H is their stock signal. Yeah, Louis Vuitton, Moet, and Hennessy. It's all underneath the, the same fucking umbrella. The niggas been gassing you for years. One company. So I know you niggas out here putting on your fucking Louis. I know you niggas is out here popping your fucking Moet. I know you niggas is out here drinking your Hennessy. Just giving them niggas your dollars. And I mean, going to the going, going to the fucking gas station complaining every goddamn time. Yo, you blew your head in fucking $45 fucking dollars now, man? Yeah, go, go ahead and invest $45 at the Hennessy. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, like, it'll be the best hangover you ever had. It's been a while since I've talked stocks with y'all. I ain't gonna lie. I can't wait till the season break is almost over. Woo! I'm going on vacation. Club bed. <laughs> For six weeks. Eight weeks. <coughs> but but back, back, back to these. First player to foul out three times in a single finals. Oh, so that was his foul out foul. That's why he. Okay, so see, I was wondering why was he being so demonstrative about a common foul with three minutes to go. 
unless obviously it was it was the foul to foul him out the game with three minutes to go. We talked about this earlier. Draymond Green's mouth got him in trouble after game two. I'm, I'm telling you, this is one of those things where some this, and this is a lesson to all you kids out there. When people is letting you get away with shit sometimes, sometimes you start to feel yourself. And you start to brag, or you, or you get a little too boisterous, or a little too beside yourself. And you forget that the leeway that you were being given is a privilege. And you keep putting the person that is giving you that privilege into a compromising position where they are forced to discipline you. Or where they're forced to take it back. Or they're forced to proceed with an action that you are not going to be particularly happy about. Even though it's a privilege. Remember I told you about balance earlier. Oh, for every action, there's an, equal, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Don't forget about that shit. But I still can't understand how the fuck these motherfuckers just swapped wives. Was that just chilling at the dinner table? We've been flirting with each other for years, bringing each other out to eat, golf, blah blah blah. And then one day he finally come out and be like, "Yo, you know what? This ain't working. I'm, I, I'm gonna have to leave you." Like I, I'm fucking Jerry. Like, oh shit, you're fucking Jerry. Word, you gonna leave me for that bitch? Okay, cool. I'm fucking Tom. Like what? Like yeah, but you're probably you already kept the papers. Like like we could have just been having a massive orgy. Like like we like we could have been watching it. Like we could have done some cocko shit if that's the case. But I guess you got papers here, so I guess we just we just gonna go ahead and just fuck that couple. Like, you, you understand, like, they could have done that and kept the marriage. Like, there's places to go for rich people to be able to express these kind of fantasies. They didn't have to break up the whole curry home for it. It seemed like y'all both was trying to get y'all rocks off somewhere else. That curry must have been a little too spicy, but goddamn, listen. Curry mama still fine as fuck, though. I ain't nothing to say, though. I'm, I'm, I think more than anything, I'm kind of mad that she's already back off the market. Like, damn. You couldn't stay on the market for two days? Like, you gonna fuck Tom? Like, you couldn't even get, get the rest of his name? Like, well, you know what, though? Sorry. I see how it is. I see it is. You know what I mean? She's for the streets. <laughs> it's like I realized Neil Long was for the streets. Love me some Neil Long. Who, uh, I didn't know she was literally sleeping with the enemy. She over here fucking dating Emei Udoku and shit like that. The fuck, Emei? Fucking eyeballing my broad and shit. Folks, 16-point lead, 88-104. See, this is one of those things, though. Sometimes when Draymond Green goes out, it forces the rest of the team to get focused. That's how they won game four. Was focus. We'll talk about that in a little bit, in a little bit, man. Because we told we, we told you earlier that for every action is an equal and opposite reaction, and sometimes we see that no ain't no more evident or place when it comes to the NFL, right? Because for the NFL and their fugazi contracts, it's one thing that does happen. That when it when it comes time that somebody has 
outplayed or underplayed or whatever they've played, usually outplayed their contract. The, the equal and opposite reaction to that is that, listen, if I've outplayed my contract for, based off performance-based, then we're going to have to redo this contract. Like, if you calling me, like, like your meal ticket to another chip, then you gonna, we're going to have to redo this contract, especially while I'm still performing like that dude out in these streets. Well, you know what? This kind of argument was, was, was taken to the L.A. Rams. And they made sure and within the last couple of weeks they have signed, they have re-signed two of their biggest assets that they that they can. We saw it a couple of weeks ago where they where they gave Sam Don uh, Aaron Donald, sorry, A Aaron, my bad. They gave Aaron Donald an extension. He was getting through, he was on a on a contract for three years, fifty five mil, due to get fourteen million this year in two thousand and twenty two. He's getting more than that in bonus money alone. Because right now they redid that contract. They added forty million. They, they they added forty million to the top of that. So now that jumped from three mil to to, to ninety five mil, or, or three fifty three, three years to ninety five mil in three years. Put on number forty on top of that. They gave him thirty one and a half uh, um bump in pay this year. So basically he doubled his salary this year. You said they make fourteen mil this year. He got it, he got that shit up to thirty one and a half. And like I said, and then and not to mention the additional, like like I said, forty was probably going to end up being or whatever, like twenty five, thirty five. You know what I mean? Like a couple guaranteed million dollars or extra pieces of cheese on the taco. <laughs> so they resigned him, right? So help solidify that defense, solidify that pass rush, but also solidify one of the guys that they they have been considered to probably be one of the best players in the league that isn't a quarterback. Right, which means which means he's probably just one of the best players in the league. Period. You seen Lee with a pull up three, in and out, fifteen point lead, fifty three seconds left to go, and it looks like the Golden State Warriors are going to go up three two, with an opportunity to win Game Seven in Boston. This victory right here by the Golden State Warriors helps break a little streak that both teams had going on, where both teams had been undefeated after a loss so far in this postseason, right? Especially the Boston Celtics, right? They they they've really made some some really decent proper comebacks, right? Since then, look at that Stephen Curry, forty three points in Game Four, but tonight only sixteen points. He was, he was 14 for 22 in that first game, in, in game four, but now he was 7 for 26 in this game. Andrew Wiggins, 26 points. The second most in a playoff career. Sec 26 points and 13 rebounds. They, they've they've let, uh, let Andrew Wiggins understand his assignment. Definitely. He fully understands his assignment, and you see that there are times where they tell him, like, listen, this is this is gonna be your day. We need we need you to be aggressive. That he goes out there and he be, and he comes aggressive. Listen, they don't ask him for it every day. It will, like if you look at it, they basically ask him to be aggressive every two, three days. And you know what? That's what you need. It's a different guy coming to life every two or three days. That isn't Steph Curry. So that when Steph Curry has has a fucking 16 point game, someone like Andrew Wiggins just drops 28 and helps you out. Grabs 13 boards from the forward position. Small forward position half the time. 
and helps you get this win. 20 point, oh, yep, 20, no, 10 point victory. I'm tripping. 10 point, 10 point game, but this is all sitting there, 94-104. We're going back to Boston, folks. This is going to all be over Thursday. We're going to have the podcast Wednesday. Thursday, this could be over unless, uh, unless, unless Boston ties this, and then we're talking about game seven on Sunday. We'll talk about potential game seven when we come back to this. Crazy. I'm not, I'm really, I can't remember the last time I have rooted for a team to win so many championships. Because normally by by this time, I normally get tired of them. I'll be honest with you. Even when the Lakers were making their push, I wasn't rooting for the Lakers as much. You know what I mean? They're on. So consistently during their runs through the championship. No. There were a couple of years. A couple of years? Let's see. How many years did I want them to win? Definitely didn't want them to win against Indiana. I mean, I definitely did want them to win against Indiana. What I'm trying to say. I definitely wanted them to beat Boston. I didn't want them to beat Philly. I kind of wanted AI to get that chip. Detroit, I think I was rooting for, but they, they did lose to Detroit. Damn, who else did the Lakers beat for their championships? Why can't I remember? Who the fuck did the Lakers beat to, for their championships? Oh, damn! Nope, I kind of, I kind of wanted Jersey and Jason Kidd to get a, to get one over them too. They played Jersey twice, didn't they? Did they play Jersey twice? Did Jason Kidd go to back to back finals? So we know we got Philly in there for one. I'm going to have to do You know what, though? This is going to be some nice trivia questions. Name the teams that Jordan beat to win his cha- his six championships. Name the team Kobe beat. I think LeBron's is too easy, but we can we can, we can add in the name the teams that LeBron beat to win his championships. Wait, who did? Let me see. He beat. I'm trying to remember who he played in it for LA. It was Miami. So it's been Golden State, Texas, and my and his former team. Did the, did the I'm trying to remember did the Nets make it there twice? Okay, well, okay, let's start tallying up these bodies, right? The Lakers played Detroit. I know they lost that one, so let's throw that one out. Trying to think of the times that Kobe won. He beat Philly, that's one. He beat the Nets, that's two. He beat Indiana, that's three. The Indiana Pacers may be the only time I think I ever wanted them to win. I feel like they played Jersey twice, so that's four. And who else did the Lakers play to win their chip? What's going on, Mark? 
trying to remember. Ultimately, right? I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to get to. I don't want to hang up. Hang too hard there. But I'm, I'm gonna remember. Trust me when I say I'm gonna remember. I don't know why I can't remember though. Who did the Lakers? Who did Kobe beat to win his chips? This is why I need KJ here. Of course, KJ, because you know KJ would know all these motherfuckers. Wait, was it Boston? Is that the other one I'm missing? That simple shit? I think so. Philly, Jersey, Jersey, Indiana, Boston. And they lost to Detroit. I forget who else they lost to, too. Because I know Kobe was five for seven. That's the other question. Now, who the fuck did they lose to outside of Detroit? Boston? Yeah. Them and that Boston team went back and forth on one. Damn. So, that ass. <clears throat> so, yes, I'm thinking about it, right? Because ultimately, like, exercise, I'm trying to think. When was the last time... There was a dynasty out there that I was rooting for them for every single championship. Like, there ain't no time that I was like, damn, I want these niggas to lose. Chicago Bulls, I was I always had times I wanted them niggas to lose. Like, like, like it was a, it was it was it was a kind of like respect for Jordan, but there were times like, there was plenty of times I wanted them to lose. San Antonio Spurs, obviously, they played my Knicks, so I definitely wanted them to lose. The Lakers, I just mentioned it. I wanted Jersey to beat them. I wanted Detroit to beat them. I wanted Philly to beat them. The only team I never wanted to beat them was the Pacers. Oh, and I wanted them to beat Boston. Definitely wanted them to. I definitely wanted them to shut to, to shut fucking Paul Pierce. I'm kind of mad they let him get a chip, to be honest with you. But it's, that's that one was about the big ticket more than anything else. LeBron's run, nah. Same thing there. San Antonio wanted them to beat him. I wanted Dallas to beat them. I wanted San Antonio to beat them again. Who else was there? I wanted Oklahoma City to beat them. Let's see, San Antonio, San Antonio, Oklahoma City, and Dallas. Yeah, I wanted all them cats to beat them. I wanted Golden State to beat him. I wanted Miami to beat him. Actually, I don't think there's been ever been a championship that I've ever rooted for LeBron to win. Like real talk. Think about his dynasty runs. And then there's Stephen Curry. Every single time Stephen Curry's been a championship, I kind of wanted him to win. It was versus LeBron versus LeBron. <laughs> but no, like, you understand? Is that the only team they beat so far? Who are you talking about? 
Is LeBron in the Cavs? Nah. Who, who are you talking about? The Golden State Warriors. Stephen Curry. Well, they brought the, they beat the Cavs. They got three rings, bro. What are you talking about? I know, but has they all been against just against the Cavs? The first one was against the Cavs. The second one was against they lost. They lost one to the Cavs, and those other two was shit. I don't. I know. I, I can't imagine. When was it one to like Miami or Toronto or something? They ain't no, they Cavs lost. To the they, they lost to Toronto. I think it was Cavs. Cavs. With two rings, but they got three. So. Yeah, I think it was Cavs, Cavs, Cavs. But you know, LeBron was like eight, nine straight or something like that. So we did play cat. We did play Durant once. We lost to Durant. We lost to the regular Golden State. And we lost, lost to the regular, regular Durant. You lost to the regular Golden State, and then you lost to the Durant Cavs. So <laughs> it was Durant only one. This had to be somebody else. It got to be somebody else. It was the Toronto. It wasn't maybe. Golden State. It was Boston. Yeah, was it Boston? Boston? No, it wasn't Boston. No, no, no. I think it was those two championships that they beat. Miami? No. Miami. When Miami went. Go to skate. Go to skate. I got got three. Go to skate Warriors. Rings. Yeah. So those two with Kevin Durant was Cavs, Cavs. They didn't. Twice? Nah. I don't think it was. That's crazy because I'm from Cleveland. Because that's during LeBron's full year in Cleveland. They went all those years, didn't they? Yeah. Damn. Stephen Curry is, I mean, granted, it's, it's LeBron James that he's beating every single time. Yeah, I can't. Nobody yeah. snuck out of the, yeah, nobody snuck out of the East during that time. He went from Miami going there four years straight and then he left Miami and went to Cleveland yeah, and, I, as soon as, and that's as soon as Golden State ran, ran yeah, so he beat LeBron like that's crazy yeah he just been beating LeBron for rings but okay so so back to what I was thinking like yeah so during Curry's time I have never rooted for him not to win a ring every single time he's been he's been there he's been in this position I've always rooted for him to win a ring and I, th- I don't think I could say that about any and actually, I can't say that about anybody in their dynasty run. Stephen Curry is the only one I have never rooted against him to to to, to not want not win a championship so far. Everybody else I've had I've had a rooting interest on the other side at some point. I just I just find that crazy. I find that crazy. I, I find that crazy to me as as, as I'm judging. Stephen Curry overall likeness just based off my own. That is bananas to me. Did okay, since I got you here, Chibo. Kobe played the um the, the Nets twice, right? The Jason Kidd and them, they went back to back? Man, who did Kobe play? Kobe the Kobe played who? Allen Kobe Iverson. Played, definitely played the, they played, right. He played Allen Iverson. He did play the Nets. Yeah. Reggie in Indiana. No, did he? No, not in the yeah. championship. Indiana yeah. was the championship? No. He went to one. They went to one and, and, and got smoked. Yeah, I don't remember that. Um... 
They beat Boston for one. And they lost to Boston for one. They beat they Detroit, Detroit for one. Detroit, yeah, yeah. And lost to Detroit. No, no, no. They lost to Detroit. They lost to Detroit. They lost to lost Boston. To Detroit, yeah. Um, but they beat Philly. They beat Jersey. I want to say Jersey was twice. They beat Boston. They beat Philly. They beat Jersey. And then Indiana. That's the five. Indiana? No. Did he, did he beat LeBron? Or no. No. Him and LeBron never never made it. Yeah, nah, you're right. Um, Kobe rings. I don't know Kobe. Indiana, it's one of them. Mm, the Jalen Rose, the Jalen Rose, Reggie Miller, Ron Artest. I think that's that squad. If if Ron Artest wasn't part of that squad, if Ron Artest was in Detroit. No, yeah, Indiana maybe. I want to say Reggie Miller did make it to one grand stage and lost to Kobe. And I don't think he never made it to no. I don't think that was Kobe. But it was towards the end of Reggie's career. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't while Reggie was still a man. Like I said, by the time Reggie made it, made it, Jalen Rose, guys like Jalen Rose, Al Harrington, and Ron Artest were already more. Even I think Stat at one point in time had already started becoming more prominent figures on that team everyday figures but no i want to say yeah he went he went he, uh, listen i don't like to, i don't like to give reggie miller any more praise than he needs to get but, Man, but I he guess did he, not go i know indiana did not bro indiana is not one of them teams bro reggie never so made who, it so then who is it who beat the Cavs one year and boston beat the Cavs one year right Boston beat the Cavs one year. Yeah, one year, yeah. who whooped on a, well, they who beat, besides Boston. Boston beat the Cavs? Because we this lost. Is still when, Indiana never this is still beat the Cavs, bro. Never. This isn't, this is, no, you're, you're still. It this is, is bro. Time. Listen to me, bro. Yes, it is. It is because you're talking about Kobe's fourth and fifth ring. So this is well into LeBron's fourth and fifth year of of trying to get there when he got beat by Boston when they put that team together. And so Boston goes and they beat, but then before then he was still trying to get there. And Indiana did not beat him, bro. <laughs> Indiana did not beat him. I'm telling you, that's the. I don't remember, Kobe, I don't remember LeBron being in the picture then. <laughs> How? This is second because like they both was get. This is when Steve Nash got them two MVPs, and LeBron should have got one, and Kobe should have got one that year. That's it, all in the same era. And the Indiana would never beat the Cavs, bro. I'm sure of it. Never. Um, they didn't have to beat the Cavs. The magic. It was the magic, bro. It was the magic. It was no. Turkaloo. Rashard Lewis. Um, could the Magic only made it once and they got swept by sending that was swept. the Lakers who beat them. That's the Lakers who beat them, bro. Had to be. It had to be because that's the only team that beat the Cavs. The Cavs was there, bro. You was going through the Cavs. The bro was through the Cavs. Um, Orlando, Orlando didn't make it through. 
And it had to be the Lakers, bro, because there's no way Indiana made it past the Cavs. The gateway was through the Cavs. I don't think it was San Antonio they played either, though. Yeah, I don't think I don't think either. It was either I, I get I get what you're saying, but even even then, whether it's Antonio's with the Lakers, we're not talking about the West, bro. We're talking about the road to the championship in the East was through LeBron since his third year in the league. Even whether he was losing or not, you had to beat LeBron, and Indiana was not beating LeBron. Orlando did beat them one year, so it had to be a Magic because I remember that squad going because that was the Eastern Conference Finals. That's where Rashard Lewis, Rashard Lewis, Jameer Nelson. No, listen, I'm telling you, Jameer Nelson, Rashard Lewis, uh, uh, Hito Turk was a Turkaloo, and and it was um. Get, uh, uh, homosexual, um, Hall of Famer. Yes, that was him in his prime. <laughs> At least we call him a Hall of Famer. <laughs> that was that squad. What that black ass was dude was killing us. Who was that black ass dude that was killing? <laughs> the black dude. He was a killer, man. He was killing us. Dark skinned dude. Ugly, Bo I cannot remember his name, huh? Bo Jackson? No, 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 no. He was Look, he was a winning player. Yeah. No, 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 Who was? Was it a little dark motherfucker with goggles? Something named Jackson? Bobby Jackson? Bobby Jackson? Yeah. So okay, maybe no, Bobby no, Jackson. He might have. It <laughs> might, but that that's not who I'm talking about. This is a wing player, bro. He's a wing player. He's a wing player. He's busting our ass. Like killing us at man, I now I like this motherfucker killing us. Like um man magic magic was it Orlando finals? Let me look, bro. I'm trying to remember magic Paul Gasol versus Dwight Howard. But I'm also trying to remember Tim I'm trying to remember Tim Duncan versus Dwight Howard. I can't remember that shit either. Two thousand and nine NBA finals. National best of seven. Los Angeles Lakers, who were the defending Western Championship and the Eastern Conference champion, Orlando Magic. There you go. That's so it was the, that's Kobe. So was it Indiana? I could have swore Indiana made Man, it. Man, I'm like you crazy. No, never, Reggie. Never. Not not. <clears throat> it had to. It would have had to been the early years of them in their existence. So if Indiana made it, it would have had to be one of them rings that it might have been no, New Jersey. I don't remember New Jersey no, going so twice. I, number I'm one. I'm, I'm still thinking of the, the time that I'm thinking about Indiana making is around the time that Detroit won theirs because that's the last time, that's the last time I remember them being I think that was the year I'm thinking about because you know what they had a good year before they had a good year before that this I don't know if it's the year that he won a championship I'm just I'm just I'm just now thinking the year that I'm thinking of they had a good year before then Detroit had just came off a championship they had just won theirs. Indiana and Detroit had been beefing. I think they went to like seven games that like the series be like the like the season before. And then the next year, and they had a chance to win. I think that's one of Reggie Miller's last years. Yes, that was on that team. Um, all them guys was on that team. And and Ron Artest, and then that's when the malice in the palace happened. That year that they Indiana actually maybe that's the year I'm thinking about. The year that I'm thinking that they that they that they could have won or should have won. I think Detroit went, and then they never went in the next year. And 
And then let me see. Yeah, that had to be then. Could it, what Detroit went after Orlando? Orlando went after Detroit. Michael Petrus, that's his name. Oh Michael Petrus, that French motherfucker. He was busting our ass. I was like, golly, man. This motherfucker. They had JJ Reddick on that team. I remember that. And um they had they had one more person that I can't couldn't stand. Uh they had Rafro. They were have Rafro Austin. They um, had they had oh they had Sweet Lou. So, yeah, so that shit crazy, man. Street ball straight to to the NBA finals. That's crazy. But um yeah, so I was so man, happy. Look, I, I was really yeah, happy. I was. For him. Yeah, man. I was happy yeah. for him to have some kind of a successful yeah, NBA. He, he was legit. Like he was legit. He was a legit player too. He wasn't no scrub or nothing. He was no. He was legit. And they gave him, and not for nothing, they gave him like some first round pick opportunities. Not for nothing, they did. Like they gave him a chance, like to like to become an NBA player. Like they gave him, they gave him first round. You know what I mean by that? They gave him like first some first round opportunities. Yeah, they gave him opportunities. Yeah. There could have been a few times where he probably could have been cut and kind of been washed out of the league, but it was like, you know what? Let's get this guy a chance. Let's get this. And he could also he's like one of the few guys that from that street ball and one scene took it to college and actually got recognized by the NBA. Because there's a lot of guys that they that they didn't have. Mainly, they, they, they didn't have the college, like, to try to be able to get that avenue to even have an opportunity to make it to the mountain. That's why a lot of them didn't realize that you were nice, but you didn't have that college avenue. And without that college avenue, the NBA ain't trying to fuck with you a lot of times. Like, they have their pipeline, their system, and they want you in their pipeline. Mm. Crazy. If you realize that, see, NBA don't care how they get you in their pipeline. They want you in their pipeline, whether it's college, some shit in G League. I mean, some shit overseas. Like the, they did some about the G League, G League Ignite, whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? NBA Junior. They want you in their. They want you in their system. A whole lot easier to keep yeah. tabs. And it's and a whole thing. Was, he was with the and one. was had notability. It made sense. Like he was just watch him go through the ranks and actually make an NBA team, it just, it was good for, it was good for all, like, like, who, like, it was, like it was, it was good for everybody at the time. Because they be acting like, like, some of these guys, they be, they have no, they be good on the streets, but they have no chance in the NBA, like, yeah. they, they, like, they're highly skilled, like, no, make no mistake, highly skilled gets, don't get you to the league, like, you have to be athletic, you have to. I mean, these guys are highly athletic like, too for their yeah, size. Yeah, you have to be even Steph Curry, like at the bait, like he's more athletic than just the average person. Like he's not, you know, LeBron James, but at, even then, like his quickness, his his like this certain thing. It, man, listen, he's still six three. You know what I'm saying? Running around quick as fuck and with a quick shot. And he, ain't he has, slow, yeah, he you know has a fast twitch that goes yeah. underrated sometimes. Yeah. I'm just gonna go talk about yeah, it. So like some people that look regular, like I, I, man, listen, I can tell you, I can so I can sit here and watch, you know, like yeah, this is a fast star recruit going to Ohio State, and I'm looking at him like this is a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, cause I went to Glenville, Teddy Ginn, senior. 
or as a coach. And um, he we got players like that. We grew up with players like that. Like he's always say, the, ta- the talent in the hood. Y'all just that quit letting these Catholic schools and private schools come break break the hood like a talent. And so he made a public school like Catholic. He did he put a public school? However he did, he got those kids to stay in the hood. And so you know, just he just really he just made us see that. Like, listen, we play against that talent that's out there in the NBA or the NFL. We play that against that shit every day. Your little cousin, you, your little cut, like y- y'all, y'all that talented in a lot of cases. Y'all can get to the league. Y'all just need the pipeline, like you said, the pipeline. And um, and and that's what it what it really boils down to, bro. You know, and and, yeah, and obviously the the pipeline the pipeline comes with all its all its responsibilities and all of its stressors to keep to to weed you out to see if you can stay focused through this whole entire process to earn your spot, you know, in X, Y, Z. Right. Like what Bradley and, Beal, and, it's, like, it's like the speech yeah. you hear Bradley Beal say, listen, you can come out here and think that you're going to be, that you're going to be a scorer, but NBA got a, got 300 something people and they don't need 300 something scores. Some people need to play a role. Like your 20 points right now ain't going to mean shit. You can be, like, you might as well forget how to score and learn how to rebound. You all learn how to play defense and be good at getting 10 points. You know, like, <laughs> But but they look they look regular though like a lot of those guys look regular but they're not regular because they look they 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 don't they look man I'm telling you bro even in the opposite end I was just talking about this earlier today how I had my, the running back on my on that squad he looked like incredible Hulk and he was talented he was immensely talented in my junior year but he I was still faster than him and I was stronger than him and if you looked at me. You wouldn't think nothing like that, nah. Now, you know how that country country strong motherfucker. You got you got uh Schwarzenegger say he never lived with Will Chamberlain again because with that motherfucker, Will Arthur Schwarzenegger, <laughs> he thought everybody said, "Well, you gotta do this." He never benched in his life. He said, "Will, this how you do this." He showed Will how to do it. Will got that bitch and pumped that bitch like. Three, four, five times. He like, what the fuck? Like it, it was like three fifteen, like three fifty or something. It was like three fifty or something, like or something ridiculous, it, something like really heavy that he did just as well as he, and he never lived waste. So, you know, you got Arthur Schwarzenegger looking like he can bench a thousand pounds. You got Wilt, who ain't never lifted weight in his life, just as strong or stronger than you know Arthur Schwarzenegger, like that that. It, you know what it looked like is not always what it looked like. It's just, aesthetics is just what it is, and so that's where you don't. Get, that's when you have to really see a player, like because you can't really look at him like I. Right. You look at him like I. Why we see him either? That's the that's the you know number one recruiting. You know one one one. Yeah, yeah, motherfucker. Watch me. Watch this. You know what I'm saying? So that's how it is in the NBA. You get those talented players that you just. They don't look like the shit. Look, look at it. you go in. They look like your nephew. They walk in. They look just like your nephew now. <laughs> no chest, or you know, skinny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like just. And then, but then it be Trey Young. You know what I'm saying? It be it be Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever that little, that like I said, that twitch, that athleticism, that that skill when it come together and merge. That, you know, CP3, you look at that motherfucker in the club, yes. Yeah, huh? You know what I'm saying? You're like, what? 
You don't even look like nothing but a regular person. Yeah. I, let me tell you something, Marshall Falk, man. I met him. I met him. This dude has no. I, I was bigger than this dude at the time. I'm, I, I'm, I'm definitely bitching more than you, bro. I'm definitely stronger than you. Like I'm, but his bottom half was different. Like he had us, and he was fast. Like he would, he wasn't no huge guy. That motherfucker was just. He had it. He got, he got that. He was born with it. He was born with it. No, maybe it's Maybelline. No. Right. <laughs> you understand what, I'm, what I just said there, but you know what I mean. No, no, no it's, it's, it, 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 it's, it's crazy. It, it, it really is. Hey, because I said, like, we all have, like, depends on where you're from, like, we all have those, those, those infamous parks and grounds where NBA, NBA players go to and even not, and not only that, but like professional athletes go to, but also has a lot of professional athlete caliber kind of athletes. You know what I mean? Like, like these, like, you see some of these like, God damn, like, yo, did you just literally have your ass on the rim? How the fuck you not in the league? You know what I mean? But that shit don't, yeah, that shit don't mean nothing either though, because you still got to be highly skilled, like Shannon Brown and. There's a lot of man. It's a lot, man. You see a lot of athletic motherfuckers, but you still these motherfuckers literally eat, sleep, shit, basketball, bro. And you still mm-hmm. got to be highly. You got to be born with it, like highly inclined to play it. Than others, you know what I'm saying? They eat, sleep, shit, basketball, man. Especially when you get to to the league, you know what I'm saying? And you're doing drills, you're doing all these camps, and, bro. Like that's a big difference, man. Is a and then. And then just to have the nerve, like you got to do it so much, like like being an artist, like singing and learning your songs, you got to do this shit so much that it's second nature to you. You're not just jerking around. Because some of them guys, you right, can play. They're so athletic. They can play, but they don't have to focus. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, even, or, or they don't have the more, yeah, they get it. They get there. They don't fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? Even if they get there, they don't fuck it up. Part of the part of the the system or their pipeline is not just to have athletes, but to get the right kind of athletes. And like I said, it, it's there to weed out the people that aren't able to focus for. Like, like see, sometimes we get yeah. we get hard athletes, but when they make it here, they don't focus from year to year. They still focus a whole lot more year to year than a lot of other people didn't, because you they got shit, bro. able to focus from year to year to year to year, other than their, other than their contemporaries. Now, once they got here, did they fought the two of them found like, man, whew, I can exhale. Because like, hey, for them, they just need that one that that one good payday. That that, that mm-hmm. one good contract. I'm like, yo, I did enough. I'm good here. Like, I, 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 can, mm-hmm. I don't want to put this shit. Some of them like, damn, I'm here now. Shit. How the fuck can I stay here forever? How the hell can I contribute? What? You don't need me to score anymore? You, you, you just need me to sit here and play defense and I could be one for seven from three-point range as long as I clap all the time and be demonstrative? Fuck it. I'll do it. That's Dennis Rodman. It's it's the Dennis Rodmans. It's the Draymond Greens. It's the Patrick Beverleys. It's the it's 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 a lot of individuals. It's the it's the it's it's the it's the Udonis Haslam's. It's the Sam. It's not Sam Perkins, but it's the Big Perk. You know what I mean? Like these motherfuckers have roles. Like I don't don't disrespect Sam Perkins like that. <laughs> you know what he said. Sam Perkins had a game. That boy was way better than fucking. But, uh, I can't stand that dude somebody, on TV. 
I remember somebody sharing big perks that, um, like, and it was like it was like his high school stats or some shit like that, all right? Or whatever, or one of those. If it wasn't his high school stats, then one of those AU tournaments, like LeBron is in the picture, some retarded shit. Mm. And they talk about and they show big perks stats like thirty two points a game, eighteen rebounds, six blocks, and I'm like, like big perk could have ball at one point. So I'm like, whoa, let's calm down here. This is also the era where the game plan was. Let's dump the ball into the big man 62 times a game. Nothing happens, nothing starts, and nothing finishes with this offense unless the big man touches it. And after the big man is done touching it, he'll kick it out to one of you after he's done fondling the ball. And that's how we get our points. Like, <laughs> it ain't I mean, like today. General, like, it's not even that. It's just, this is high school, bro. He's the biggest person out there. That too. Like, that's it. It's, not, it's just, he's the biggest person out there. Like, he's... He's a seven foot guy playing against a six eight center who's seven foot. But yeah, it's not because we all saw it. We, we all we all saw this. How many times we, we uh depending on what high school that you went to or what high school you played, your center was a six five guy or a six six guy. And you're like, and like then, man, and you better work on your handles. Like you ain't gonna be no center if you try to make it anywhere past high school. You better get nah, that. But like, you didn't, and, though. But the coaches didn't, though. That's the, that's the thing. Coaches didn't do that guys, shit. See, and that's also what people get, like, people people don't understand about some some centers. Uh, not some centers, but when they wonder, when they wonder hey, how come these, these point guards and stuff like that have all these skills, post-up skills and shit like that? Because depending on how tall your point guard has been throughout his whole life, he may have been a center for his school. And then he had to learn how to be a post. And then he went up, up in levels. He was like, yo, you're no longer a center. Your ass back that's what happened team. to me. That's why I didn't even go to college, bro. For real, because I was playing out <laughs> of position my whole time. Like when I was just there when when Gann start first started, so he couldn't get all those. The biggest difference between um, the uh, the, uh, the the schools wasn't the just the, that we had talent. It was the big the campus schools come get the big three hundred pound two fifty linemen they would recruit them and that's what be the difference between public school and campus school that's the difference between any public school and campus school pretty much mm-hmm. if you look at it they go they they yeah. take these guys and they they got they get the athletes that are huge and they put them on the line so if we could have that i could have played in my position you know what i mean so i couldn't do that because i had to play defensive end tackle guard center you know, fullback, and, you know, it's just because I was 210, 205. And, like, you know, in high school, I'm going to play against motherfuckers that's 250, you know what I'm saying, 260 on the line. So if I had that 260 guy that was there blocking for me, I'm I'm, play, I'm playing running back or linebacker more often, you know what I'm saying? So that, that that's what was my positions that I should have been playing. So – yeah, man. It, yeah, that's just how it goes, bro. Just how it goes. Yeah, it definitely is. And then we see that same pattern repeated, kind of when we talk about colleges and joke and and, and, and you know what I mean, JUCOs and shit like that. So, it, it like it, it it all has the same effect. Speaks. Let's let's, let's talk about let's, let's talk about another athlete. Bro. I think we, we kind of mentioned this team earlier today. You saw that Russell that um, Russell Westbrook ended up getting the keys to the city earlier today. He out here pushing keys uh, in Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma? Oh, he yes. got, he, that's what they need yes, to send so his ass want. back to. I bet you they want him back. 
Listen, you know, you know, you know, the mayor of Oklahoma was like, listen, man, like, like, just let you know that you can come home anytime that you, you always have a place here. He goes Who to there the is Gilchrist, what's his name? Gilchrist or Grease? Well, what's that dude? Shea Gilchrist Alexander, some shit like that, SGA? Yeah, yeah, him and that dude would be cool together. They do whatever. Should be stuck in mediocrity. He'll like that. Yeah, yeah, you'll get one. Actually, the Lakers way. probably want him if they trade him. So. They do want him. Listen, listen. Probably if Oklahoma State said that, yeah, we'll take Russ back right now, they'd be like, "Yeah, give me Shea." Yeah, they could have it. <laughs> they could it do it though. Yeah, they wouldn't do that though. Not at all. Not even. The, Oklahoma City does even. do that. You know, you know what's funny? Because Oklahoma City, like, I can see them doing that just to try to get whatever remaining draft picks that that the Lakers have in the next decade. Because <laughs> that's all they have left is <laughs> like some 2028 and 2030 and 2032 draft picks. Like their draft picks are so far out. It's not even, I don't even think they have yeah, those. You're right. They may not even have their picks in like 2036. <laughs> like seriously, like because on the years that they can't trade away, I'm pretty sure they're in a swap position in those in-between years where they're swapping picks with a team instead of it just being traded away. So, like, they really have – they have – that's what you about the Lakers. Like, they need a – I understand the Lakers got one ring out of LeBron, but if you have traded away damn near all of your draft picks until 2030, you need more than one draft – you need more than one chip out of it. Mm. You need more than one chip out of that group. If you have no yeah, draft, the Lakers. That's that, that's what my one friend. Well, I'll give my one friend on here. Yeah, yeah, he'll he wouldn't stop hearing about that shit right there. No, that shit's crazy though. It, it like I, 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 part of me is realizing this. Like they got one ring out of LeBron, and they have no picks for the next eight years. That is that that is not the same. I told you guys earlier in the podcast. You have to find balance. Like for every action is an equal and opposite reaction. Like you have to find your hands and your flows. Lakers are out of balance. This shit don't add up. This is not the way. Also, in other news, wrestler Jane um um Jeff Hardy from the Hardy Boys, he gets himself in trouble again. As this is now the third time, and I don't want to say in recent memory, but definitely the third time in at least the last decade that he has been, yeah, he has been pulled over with a DUI. Now, if you guys know anything about Je- about Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy has has a long history of alcohol, drug, and opiate problems, as a lot of wrestlers do when it comes to pain. I was saying, what wrestler don't? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, not wrestling, opioid, but just regular coke too. Like them motherfuckers are disrespectful to their bodies. Wrestlers is one of those few categories of people when they talk about athletes that die young and take their lives young. Wrestlers don't get talked about enough. They live fast, die young. Yeah. Listen, like, like, like we like we all like we all loved wrestlers at some point in time. If I told you that that. 60% of the wrestlers that you grew up loving are already dead compared to 60% of the athletes that you grew up loving. Think about all any other sport that you like. Listen, it's not even 60% of a team that you grew up loving that's dead. Like, you understand? Like, your father still has a team that's alive. 60% of them. 
<laughs> you understand how many wrestlers drop dead? How many wrestlers kill themselves? How many wrestlers kill their families? How many wrestlers commit suicide? When they talk about PT, when they talking about um, CTE, I I would love to go see a wrestler's brain after they pass because their shits must be mangled. They yeah. take bumps forever. Yeah. I've always said that. Who, how what? I've always said that. I agree wholeheartedly with that. Yeah, yeah. They don't get enough, like, because they're the, they're the, they're the, they're the, they're the second tier sport, right, of sports or whatever, right? They don't get taken seriously enough for what they, for the sacrifices that they put their body through. And, and it's, uh, their death rates are, are, are more stunning than NFL and hockey players. And honestly, another another category that probably doesn't get talked about enough people that play lacrosse, they're they're jumping up there pretty um I'm pretty fast too. Man, them niggas get out of here, lacrosse, rugby, rugby. How about that? Well, rugby probably. too. Rugby isn't played enough they in this country. The worst. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Though, either. What the hell? <laughs> nah, but look, no, look here, lacrosse, look, no, lacrosse. Man, I want to fight you right now. Okay. Hey, listen, listen. Lacrosse, lacrosse is regional. It is, it is very. Lacrosse is, is a regional sport, and it is very college. But there's, but there is a. Oh my God, Malika Andrews. Bite your calf. Mm. Sorry. You drinking bath? I said I'll bite her. No. I'm not drinking oh. nobody's bath. I, I wouldn't even yeah, drink my yeah, bath. You're I don't, a freaky nigga, man. You would definitely do some shit like that. I would listen. I wouldn't even listen. I, I, like, that's like drinking pool water. I'm not like, come on, I'll stop you it. You definitely drinking. would do that. Yes, you <laughs> definitely would, bro. You a freaky dude, man. Listen, I'll yeah, lick your under. You like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. That's the, what's the difference? You can't lick somebody ass and then don't drink their bath water. That's ass backwards. I said under boob. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I'll lick your under. I'll lick your under boob on a, on a hot you, summer you day. You definitely eat ass, bro. Come on, I man. Don't start this shit, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm tired of shit. I'm tired of shit. Like your whisper. If I if I heard your whisper, I was like, yeah, he eat ass. Like, for sure. Listen. Like, <laughs> I'll bite you. I'll, listen, listen, listen here. Where's the drop at? Where's the drop at? Hello. <laughs> Oh. Ladies, listen. I'll bite your calf. I'll lick your underboob. I'm not drinking no bath water, and I'm not eating your ass. Like, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, bro. Like, like, you better hope that ain't. Like, hey, you know them Google photos. You better not have no cloud, no cloud pictures out here. You don't even know neither, because you'd be fucked up. Listen, you no one Google. Day. With your tongue in the cookie jar. Listen, I'll I, I warn you all, do not Google me. I am not the person to Google. <laughs> like I, I am pretty Somebody. sure there's some pictures of me somewhere. Like, do I not Google me. Uh, <laughs> that one was said that one night. That was that one night. That was that guy. <laughs> Listen, like, like this, 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 this is count as eating ass if it's a midget. <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I'm still dead ass. I've only met one person in my life that I've ever, I've ever looked at like, you know what? I think I'm ready to become a stepdad. 
<laughs> like there's only one person I've ever, I've, I've ever bet like that in my in my whole life. And I'm talking about as an adult. I ain't talking about like like as a tw- as like a, as like 21 and under. Like that shit that that shit don't count. Like you, you, I'm talking about as an adult. Like as a full blown adult. But like you know what? I think I'm ready to be a step daddy. Yeah, girl. Come here. Oh yeah, you be definitely taking condoms off, man. You a nasty dude, man. You probably you gotta get a, a good feel. Who? What? What, what? What are you yeah. mumbling about step now? Dad. Wait, what? You said you gotta be a stepdad. Yeah, you be taking a condom off for sure. You gotta take it back here. I never put it on. What are you talking about? Uh- <laughs> Instagram that's super tall though. I don't think she in the league and that I don't know, maybe she is. That's light skin. That be hooping. She uh, big though. She be posting me because her name's over the seat. Cambridge or some shit. She be having she put her hair back. She like light skin. I don't know. I gotta figure it, but she is well, she listen, big, really, big ass six sixteen. You're not talking about Brittany Grimble. No, man, come on, you tripping, bro? I do not like dudes. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You told me somebody that that actually looks sexy enough. To... <laughs> okay, okay, my bad, my man, bad. You, you said tripping, you said light skin posting up. Pull her hair back. Yeah, on 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 that. Yeah, they ain't say no dreads, man. Talking about really grinding. They doing damn well, man. I'm trying to think. Damn. Candace Parker? Oh, no, no, she thick. No, she thick. Candace probably yeah. can get it too. I'm about to say, I like, shit. Candace, Candace, every day. Lisa Leslie, Lisa Leslie probably could have got it. You know who had that? Who had that horse mouth though? Rebecca Lobo had that. Listen, Ella Deladon can catch it too. Like shit. I don't know who that is, man, but I just know that there's a ton of them. They're like, listen, we could we could go down the we could we could go down this it's list. A like, chick. Um, oh my gosh, I forgot. Like, like, listen, I, I'm pretty sure that there, there's one on every single team. Man, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm gonna start looking at that. Are we gonna start making them no, honorary team? team. No, it's a team though. But it's like this ain't basketball. These this whole this is not basketball. This is. Ridiculous. Talking about going on. <laughs> no, I'm talking Listen. about the it's a college chain that I was thinking about. I can't think about. Oh, 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 oh. Listen, there's a couple of, listen, there's a, especially in today's ages. Like there's a couple of baddies that be in college. 
But also, based off of how things have changed, too, there's a lot of baddies in the military now, too. Like, like chicks that I used to go, I used to be in the military with, I'm seeing them now as they post pictures of themselves. And I'm like, you weren't looking like this 15 years ago, and I was still smashing. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, You was in the Army, so I can understand that. Well, I was in the Navy, bro. We had a lot of them. They was just loose. And what happened is that I was by Air Force Base. And we all know. Air, oh, Air Force, Force Base is, is the best to be beside. Oh, my God. Oh, no. You guys have yeah. straight smuts in the, in the Air Force. Like, we have yeah. whores in the Army. You have smuts in the Air Force. Man, they got bougie chicks in the Air Force. Man, you got wives in the Air Force, bro. You got some randoms, though. But the Navy is the worst. They're slutty. They're slutty, slutty. Oh, my gosh. We used to we, we was we was attached to Polk Air Force Base at Fort Bragg, and dumb Air Force chicks. Woo! Someone like a G six, yeah. <laughs> like look, ma, no hands, like a G six, like a G six. <laughs> Talking about pure pressure, folks. <clears throat> we about to get, head out on the Mighty Sports Podcast. I thank you guys for for for, for coming out and listening. I want, to, I want to thank my senior Cleveland correspondents, my brother Chillville. Thank you again. Before yes, we back, sir. tell the people they can find you real quick. Man, just holler at me, Chillwheel underscore C L E. Chillwheel Charlie Lima Echo. Man, this is on Instagram. You know your boy E uh, E Q underscore E X P as well on, on Instagram. That's the business and the um, the business and the uh, personal. So, yeah, just holla at your boy, man. DJ Chill in the building. And again, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys continue to catch away with the numbers of Saba. More importantly, transform yourself into the kind of person that you want to work for you. It's been the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm out of here. Thank you guys for listening. AO DJ Mighty, like my boy Chilbo likes to say, can you play that outro so I can stop rambling? <laughs> I've never said that right away. I've never in life said that. You got college football already? <laughs> <laughs>